Previously on Dungeons and Dragons, you encounter a uh, a broken down wagon in the midst of the uh, of the road, and there is a man lying uh, in the middle of the road with nope. a, a broken leg, nope. trap, um, nope. or a sprained ankle. Nope. actually, I should say, trap. And uh, that man says, uh, "Greetings, travelers. Hello. Uh, as you can see, I'm in a bit of a pickle." Lots of circumstances have led me to where I am right now. I would very much appreciate if you could lend me a hand. Let me... Mm-hmm. I think it's so much more interesting to leave Drew's fate in the hands of chance. <laughs> I got an 11, so 12. Ooh. There you All are. All right, I guess, Thanks, he's coming, I guess he's coming along. Hello, I'm from Ye Old Inspection Agency, and we're here to inspect your construction site. I don't know where you got Jeff Bezos for. From I could take you to see uh, Cliff Barber. Eh? He'd probably be in charge of this. He's the one you'd want to talk to. All right, spins around and you see a uh, you see an uh, eagle with uh, with a eye, with a monocle. Is it an Aarakocker eagle or just an eagle? Like it's a, an Aarakocker eagle. These are all Aarakocker. He's he has a monocle on. Oh, fancy lad! Yeah, and he has he's got a. I can tell he's a rich baron because he has a monocle. <laughs> Indeed, he does. And I'm, I'm still kind of strumming on my lute. Take his crossbow. And you find that you now are in possession of the Silver Vein Crossbow. Uh, I would like to, if you would let me perform in your establishment for the night, I'm sure I could reach just enough profits for you to cover our costs. And I come up and I pinch his cheek and I say, please just let my son-in-law play for y'all. This is- <laughs> uh, Caleb, you start to... You start to feel a, a, a rumbling in, in with coming in my tumbling <laughs> with from within you, and uh, you you look outside and notice uh, that the moon is full, and you 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 begin morphing into uh, into a bear, a were bear, a were bear, uh, and you. Uh, oh. Do I lose so my I think- sense of self, or am I just? big and fluffy now. You still have your sense of self. Okay. Uh, but I think you I think you get this This floor is straining so much under your weight that you fall through the floor onto one of the beds below. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're looking at you from above. I assure you, that's, uh, that's not necessary. This was a fluke. Sorry about that. Oh, this one talks. What's this? What? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize there was a full moon or I'd have slept outside, but we'll pay to get that floor fixed. Don't you worry nothing about it, sugar. <laughs> oh, well, that's a... Uh, does well, that's, the uh, bloodlust rise within him? Yes, it does. Oh, uh, so you do are going to feel compelled. You'll still have agency, but you uh, are going to start becoming more and more aggressive as the moon rises in the night, basically. Mm-hmm. And my true love, Owen. How are you, I'm just, sweetheart? And I'm, I'm approaching. I'm approaching Doris. And I'm just. I'm like. I'm kind of shushing. I'm like patting him on the shoulder. They're there, there Bear. It's gonna I'm, be okay. I'm so hungry. It's all right. <laughs> We're gonna take care of that. I'm just imagining just... grandma voice coming out of a full bear. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Are you ready for a taste of magic? mystery and mayhem, then prepare yourself for Wungeons and Scraggles.
What's up? You're tuned in to Wungeons Dragons here on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. Don't get too excited about it. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> oh, because I wasn't. Okay. That was the joke. It was a sarcasm it's joke. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't know why I'm doing the introduction. I guess because I'm because I am because I tapped your shoulder right before we started. Line of sight. JT, yeah. take it away. You're the deal. All right. Well, we got a new show today. I, well, the, here's why you were because I've got to move back out of the way when Caleb comes back in the room. Can you open that door for him? Um, yeah. And here he is. Hey, Caleb. Thank you for doing that. Uh, we like having the song every week, and so that's why we have Caleb run across campus uh, three run. buildings over, so that way he can play the song <laughs> yeah. and then run back over here. That's why he's always out of breath. Three miles through the snow <sighs> up a hill. Yeah, thank you for going through hey guys, the snow. Hey guys, it's me Caleb, and I'm really out of breath, and this is Real Not Fantasy. Welcome <laughs> welcome to your uh, one-stop party shop for all your fantasy radio needs. Did you take your shoes off? Yeah, my, I was wearing he flip-flops. Does. I do not always. To, I do Caleb, not always Every time does. you walk into the office, you would take your shoes off. <laughs> Got to get comfortable. Yeah, okay, but that's because it, that's when it was my office, so I could do whatever I <laughs> okay, felt whatever. like at the time. Uh, if you think that if you out there, any of you think that your CEO of your company that you work for you doesn't take his manager. doesn't take his shoes off, he was in his CEO private office. I was of, the CEO of WSC Enterprises, so LLC. Yeah, and that get off your high horse. Um, why don't you give some of your salary back to the lower employees? I don't make anything. I Come made on. I made below minimum wage. <laughs> oh, you expect me to believe even that? Paid. It was a stipend. Oh, CEO only making minimum wage. That's unheard Welcome of. Welcome to super interesting radio. Um, <laughs> let's get going. Let's Where do we it. talk about corporate Caleb greed and salaries <laughs> and greed. shoes. I was not wearing shoes because I wore flip-flops today because it's super hot. And it, it is. is. I did not want to like clip-clop into the clip-clop into yeah. the like a horse into the studio while you know, the were hot. Yesterday it was it was pretty chilly out and it was raining. It was, it was 45 degrees yesterday. Yeah. It's 70 degrees today. So you know what you that know means? Anything. That's a 25 degree increase over one day. I will be sick tomorrow. Yeah, It means mm-hmm. that it is uh, time to destroy South Carolina. Well, as a state. <laughs> yep. Um, back into time, the ocean. Just send it back. We are going to take From South Carolina and, and push, push it, it somewhere else. else. Into the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> it will be the new Atlantis. And sink it. That's the great. infrastructure isn't good enough to withstand the move into the water. Mm. Honestly. Our roads will mm. just fly away. Well, that's, that's good. We, we need a fresh start. We <laughs> push into the water and then the roads just sprout rings and like fly into the sunset? They would. <laughs> South Carolina so. roads. That's my hypothesis as a scientist. Mm. <laughs> I like this. As a, as a road doctor... <laughs> Next week, next week on Dunge- on Dungeons and Scraggins, we present our academic papers. Mm. In this essay, I mm. will describe <laughs> ellipses. Um, let's get started with the actual show. Let's, right. let's yeah, move into the, recap, the reason why people where are did here. We yeah, leave off. All right. So to recap last week, uh, where we left off is you were in the uh, well. It was three o'clock in the morning, Caleb. You're currently a werebear. Um, Doris, where Doris is the bear? Is a werebear. Oh, and uh, uh, Gucci is still asleep, and so is Brexigar. Um, so you're so as where we left off, you had just thrown a wolf off your back, 
And there's now uh, five more wolves still in front of you. And oh, also, we uh, so our new cast member is not here this week. He uh, won't wake up. Drew, he, yeah, yeah that new guy that we hired, we fired him. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't <laughs> make it. <laughs> we Did might rehire him next week. Yeah, maybe we're we're mulling it over. Yeah, we'll see. And um, answer so, our online poll. Uh, his job is in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send your submissions in to our Twitter account at Onegineers. I am drunk on this power. Uh, 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 but anyway, so we're just going to say that he, he, uh, old Olwen, he forgot that he had a, he had a loot gig somewhere. Mm-hmm. He was playing a wedding. He forgot and he had to run off to it real quick. And so he's, he's going to be, so he just ran off. He just kind of nopes out. So Caleb, you're now alone. You don't have, uh, you don't have your bard protector anymore. So what are you going to do? What was I doing originally? Wasn't I you're, fighting some dogs? Yeah, you're fighting some dogs. Okay, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure I like killed one of them. Yeah, one of them's dead. One's, it's like a Rey Mysterio kind of... It's your thing, yep, man. Fall back on it. Do what you want to do. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to keep killing these dogs. All right. Because now I'm, you know, hungry and angry and... As you should be. What is happening to your microphone right yeah, now? Yeah, you okay? Thing? You've been adjusting your microphone head for a while. Watch this. <laughs> it's literally falling. Fall. It's literally oh. falling off the thing. Guess you here's, have to hold it. Here's what I'm gonna do for you. I'm gonna. <laughs> so we just cut JT's mic off. We're yeah. gonna give him a chance to get a real mic stand yes, and yes. fix it while we fill the Ooh. dead air. You know, Caleb, actually, you want to work on your stand-up routine? No, hold up. Let me go do that. You guys do your thing. Okay. My stand. You can't work on my stand-up routine. Bums. You don't even know the jokes. Uh, I'm asleep. Yeah, that's true. He's not going to be here. Um, well, so then JT is going to use Cannon's mic. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Don't you guys? Back uh, better than ever. Our loyal listeners honestly listen for the the uh, continuity of our narrative <laughs> and our technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. our fans are really getting what they paid for right now. This is pure fan service right now. Considering they paid nothing, they yeah, are getting what they they paid are getting for. what they paid for, which is absolutely no narrative whatsoever and. 20 minutes of technical difficulty every episode. Yeah. yeah. You got to factor that in. But it's got a charm at this point. We'll edit, we can brand we it as the rough cut it. of the podcast. Well, yeah. Behind yeah. the scenes. You guys are getting the behind the scenes Extra content. This yeah, is that this stuff. Is bonus features. This is the stuff you'd have to buy a Blu-ray disc mm-hmm. of our podcast this normally for. You'd have to oh. get the, the Ultra HD mm-hmm. edition to get these sorts of bonus features. And you guys are getting them for nothing. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're so lucky, and uh, we are accepting donations at our Patreon for us giving you this this ex- this this exceptional content. Mm-hmm. Um, if you donate, we'll send you all of our previous episodes with um, commentary yep. on top of the talking. <laughs> the mic works now. Let's get oh, back to the story. Sick. Okay, yeah. Hey, happened? Cannon, why don't story. you not interrupt our bonus content? This is for those people who paid the exclusive entry price, so we can get to the narrative mm-hmm. when we're done. Uh, with the fan service, and if you that we're doing. didn't what pay narrative? that entry price, turn off the radio until we say it's. Oh snap! Okay. There are non-entry price people listening right now. Well, okay. Oh my Wait, gosh. hold up. Here we Guys, go. Guys, it's okay. It's not okay. You cool. can turn it back on now. I thought it was password protected. You guys are supposed to tell us the pat. You're supposed. To ever- okay, here's the rules. <laughs> if you are. Uh, a Patreon donor for our <laughs> podcast, you are supposed to call in at the beginning of every radio show that we do. Tell us the password so we know that you can listen to that bonus content. And then we know that you're all there. Yeah. But if you are if you don't do that, how are we supposed to know we can't field any of that bonus content? Mm-hmm. We don't have a Patreon. What are you talking about, Canon? 
See, hey, we'll, someone will make us one if we tell them that we don't have one. Hey, Ooh. you know that thing that's contingent for the entire show called role playing, where you go along with the thing that's not true? <laughs> you're doing a great job of it, and you're supporting our content and what I'm trying to do here, and I appreciate you. Could have gotten let's, some donors. Let's get Could have just gotten applause. some donors for our Patreon that I was going to make after the show, but no. No, no, you had to go and ruin the fantasy for me. You got me, guys. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> Secrets out. You got it. Let's, All right. just, let's just get into the story. <laughs> let's just move on. Gone this is gone. Yeah. So we've it we've two fifteen. It is two ten. We've wasted an eighth of our show just doing nothing. <laughs> well, that's par for the course. True. Um, Very true. So yeah, so you're just gonna try and take out. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep eating these dogs. All right, let's go. Roll to roll to eat. <laughs> roll, roll to munch. Roll to eat. So that's what is that for? What's that? Your strength is a strength check. I'm assuming. Ooh, that's a sixteen and 16? negative one strength. All right. Well, your negative one strength is a werewolf. As I'm, I was a rogue before I was a werewolf. Dog. We're bear. We're dog. We're bear. We're bear. We're bear. The the bear. The, yeah. Hey, I it didn't give me a stat change. I thought we have a stat sheet for that. It did not yeah. give me changed stats. My stats are the same. It just gives me new abilities. That's weird. Okay. Oh. Hmm. So you're a weak, gigantic bear that can but has I'm the agile. strength of a man. I'm an agile bear. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine this like Russian ballerina bear. Yeah, if, yeah. Picture that in your head, and that's me. There we go. I am the Russian ballerina bear. I'm. I am uh, Scarlett Johansson playing a bear. Yeah. So you you're gonna roll the damage because that's gonna hit. Oh, cool. What's uh, I can't remember 16. my damage dice. I think it was a D10. I should really look up the werebear stats again. Well, yeah, you'd be taking a... a, Google it. You can either... So as a werebear, you can um, either wield a weapon to do an attack, or you can uh, use your claws or bite. Um, And I'm pretty sure your claws have a... um, D8 plus four. Nice. (laughs) Two D8 plus four, actually. So that's one. uh, Ten. Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay, yeah. so you're able to, uh, so you swing your head around on. on there's so now there's by this point there's a couple more dogs that have jumped onto you. You kind of swing your uh, whole body around, try to trying to fling a couple of them off, and you manage to fling uh, a couple of them or both of them off your back, and one of them flies uh, into a chicken coop and is pretty pretty hurt. Looks like it's injured. Probably won't be coming back for you. Uh, the other dog. Um, just lands on the ground and kind of immediately gets back up and not much damage. Cool. Mm-hmm. So now now what happens is it the dog's turn? Yeah, the dog's turn. So yeah, the dog's going to bite you. All right, you have to roll anything to... What's your uh, uh, armor class? I have a 16 armor class. 16? All right, so this dog uh, tries to... This is one of the runt... This maybe is a runt dog. They kind of run up to you, try to grab you, but you kind of... Uh, just put your claws up and swat it to the side, and you uh, you just get re uh, you ready up again and you're ready to go. And as you do that, you start to notice the uh, the sun start to rise in the background. Ooh, mm, how much agency do I have over myself at the moment? You said that I was feeling pretty angry. Uh, uh, you don't have that much left. You still have. You really are just about all bear at this point. You're just you're just going full full on attack mode. You're basically in a rage. Okay, so I can't run away. Um, well, you will once it starts wearing off because as the sun rises, uh, like the lycanthropy is going to start wearing off. Okay, then I guess I'm just going to go for another attack. 
okay. on the other dog that's that's tried that tried to bite me. Gotcha. Uh, that's a seventeen to hit. So all right, you do hit. Dang it! Stop rolling ones, Caleb. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I'm doing my best over here. That's a nine. Your best is not best enough to hit. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. You're going to be able to. Um, a nine Take your claw? No, or a nine it was damage. A 18 oh. yeah. Eight, it was uh, 17 to hit, nine damage. Yeah, so that dog that you just knocked off, uh, and it kind of stubbed its toe a little bit, comes back at you. Uh, a little slight limp. And you, again, just with your giant beefy claws, just... My big meaty claws. <laughs> your big meaty claws. Just swatted to the side again, and it, it kind of gets a cut in its neck, and... Uh, uh, Runs away whimpering. Uh, and as that was, that turned out to be the pack leader. So after the other dogs see that, they kind of, uh, kind of back away from you a little bit and, uh, follow their, their pack leader away from the, from the fight and they run away. Cool. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the sun comes, uh, above the horizon fully and you start to shed okay. all of your fur. I'm going to sprint into the forest. I'm trying to get out of town. Okay. You're right. You do that. You're going to have to. Uh, it's going to be probably dexterity. Either, yeah, if you're going to walk. Because remember, there's walls around this uh, town. So you'd either have to climb the walls or go <gasps> through oh, man. the gate. You are talking to the world's best climber at oh, the moment. Oh, boy. Uh, it's such a great. Uh, oh, wait. No, I don't. <laughs> Thought I did. I'm th- I must have been thinking of Archibald. Archibald had a plus 10 acrobatics. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the tales yeah. of your climbing skills have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Very greatly exaggerated. Um, I'm, yeah, I mean, is there no door? Like that, there, is, there's, there are doors, but they're shut, and they are mostly all guarded. You, okay. can, you can do a, a perception check to try and see um, if there's a gap underneath the fence in any, any spot. I mean, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Let's say seventeen perception. Seventeen. All right. So you don't. You you don't. You're looking around. Uh, all the doors that you're seeing seem to be guarded. But as you're as you're panning your gaze around, you see a uh, squirrel run to a a quiet quieter side of the fence or area of the fence and just kind of disappear beneath it. Okay. I'm gonna go dash under that side of the fence. Okay. You do that. You uh, have dashed under the fence. And you are now successfully outside of Malachia Cove. Okay. Have I completely shed at this point? Am I back to being a dark elf? Uh, yes. And there's a, just a trail of shedded fur leading from where you were standing to the okay. fence. I am going to pull out my disguise kit and use my false identity. So that's okay. an ability that I have where I can create a second or I have created a second identity that includes documentation, established acquaintances and disguises that allow you to assume that persona. Um, I have as well a signet ring of a minor drow noble, which is part of my false identity. So I have like a, a ring that makes me look like I'm from a high class family. So I'm going to change into this sort of – I haven't actually created my persona. So I guess I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I change into my sort of noble clothes um, and put on that ring and I want to look like a uh, a rich drow man. Okay. Or I guess a rich drow male elf. Um, and I'm going to generate. My name is. 
Uh, Stuart Rubio. <laughs> wow. Stuart Rubio. All right. All right. Well, Mr. Rubio, um, <laughs> what would you like to do today? Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get away from the scene of the crime and I'm gonna head to the the gate and try to enter the town again as somebody else. All right. So that I can because I clearly. You burned some bridges. I burned a few bridges last <laughs> night, and I'm going to have to pay for that floor, and I don't want to. So I'm just going to start fresh, start a clean slate. Yep, that's that's all you can hope for in life. So yeah. Yeah. All right, so you go up to the door. Uh, you go to the, the the gate. Or do you want to just go back under the where you came from? Mm, I think that's best, yeah. I'm going to go back under where I came from and disappear. Just go go to a different part of town. Yeah, just kind of walk quickly yeah just get it get away from there before somebody realizes what mm-hmm. happened so right. that's that's my goal okay and then all right so you can do you do that and uh do go ahead and do a, a, a stealth roll oh boy this is this is where i shine let's say 12 <laughs> 12 uh that's With a plus 10 modifier i got 12 <gasps> oh. okay so yeah you it's pretty early morning at this point it's just about five six a.m. and you you dash behind uh, the wait, nearest wait, wait, building. Wait, wait, I still have an inspiration. Okay, you want to use it? it before this gets rough. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. You you slip behind the nearest building and uh, uh, there's no one really out right now, and that was a good enough roll to remain undetected for now. So you are still undetected, and you are now behind the local wood shop. <clears throat> cool. Wanna buy some wood. No, I am gonna. Uh, <laughs> I guess head back to the inn and try okay. to make contact with try and give with back. my compatriots. All right, you do that. You go back into the inn and you kind of see when you get to the inn, you see this. There's like this construction crew cleaning up the this area around the room where the floor collapsed, and there uh, there there's a bunch of scaffolding set up, and and they're kind of clearing up all the debris. Mm. And uh, all the all the people who were staying in the inn have been moved into tents outside mm. of the inn, and so they're all just kind of everyone's. There's just a tent city outside and outside in the uh, outside the front door of the inn. So you're standing in the middle of this tent city, um, watching them try to clean up your mess. And uh, yeah, do I see Brexigar or Gucci Farquad anywhere? Are we awake? That's. Are y'all awake? It's about six in the morning. Oh. Wow, that was three hours. No. Um, <laughs> I am asleep. I, I'm opening my eyes slowly. I am, aren't you? A, you're an window. elf, aren't you? Half elf. So you only meditate, or is that? Is oh that yeah, full I, elves? I think that might be full. No, elves. I can I'm not do sure. short rests. Oh really? Rest, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I am out. Like a light. Yeah. No, like a rock. Like a rock. Yeah, like a rock hit me in the head and now I'm unconscious. I'm not like that. Ah, uh, yeah, so you're not waking up for a while. Cool, so I'm going to go up to uh, Gucci and I'm going to try to try to subtly establish contact with her and like get her attention. Okay. You, uh, are you outside your tent? Or you, or you know? Or did you just wake up? Your tents. Um... I'm waking up. I got my slippies on. I just walked out <laughs> beside the tent. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's me yawning. Or actually, ooh, we could do it like this. So you've got, you notice that she's, you'd probably still be just kind of getting up, but you see outside of her, actually roll a perception. Me? Yeah. Um, My passive perception is 
17 is that enough okay yeah that's fine so outside of outside of one of these tents you see uh, a stick or something and you you recognize it as gucci's stick gucci's stick yeah (laughs) oh that must be gucci's stick (laughs) okay so i see the staff i go up to that tent um i like I, I, there's no door to knock on. I guess I just like scratch at <laughs> like the like just knock nylon. at the at the <laughs> nylon and just say knock knock. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I, I just like stand outside the tent and I call in and I'm like, um, "Excuse me, ma'am, I was just wondering if you could step outside for a moment and speak with me." Who goes there? Uh, I'm a close personal friend of. Uh, Doris McMuffins, I was just wondering if you had a moment. If you're to... inquiring about the purchase of the princess's hair that I obtained, I will take nothing less than 5,000 gold. Oh, 5,000 gold. Well, I happen to have that on me right here if you want to talk oh, shop outside perfect. the tent. If you want to come outside. This seems like a non-threatening situation. Oh, oh it, it sure... Man, it sure is. Let that. me get my slippies on. <laughs> Take your time. It's cold out at your. I'll unzip <laughs> and I'll step out of my tent. Okay, I, I I like pull down my fake beard and I'm like, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> this was Doris yes! saying these things. Yeah, I'm in disguise as. God, what is his name? You? Stuart Rubio. Stuart Rubio. <laughs> Stuart Rubio, the Drow Noble. Is, is he like uh, a like? Do you have like a voice box changer as part of your disguise just, kit? Yeah, who is? That's Stuart? amazing. Who is Stuart Rubio? Stuart Rubio is uh, your worst a, nightmare. <laughs> yes, but also a curious Drow Noble who uh, is exploring the world. He is a he is a cartographer. Okay, and is creating his own map of the countryside because he has never trusted those those corporate map makers <laughs> and he wants to government sanction do it do it himself really get out there and find the world yeah maybe find some treasure along the way i'm literally spinning this off the dome as i speak i love it that's amazing story for your disguise? well no he also well because i wanted because to see what he was coming with he loves puppies mm-hmm. he loves just spending his nights looking at the stars on the beach you he know cries he's really at those facebook videos of uh soldiers returning home to yeah their dogs. so yeah he he's he's <laughs> really he's really looking to to mingle out there so he loves, you give him a try? he loves the snapchat most satisfying <laughs> channel uh, where they destroy makeup, make slime on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Schindler's List. Oh, that's a real fact about me. But also, <laughs> also Stuart Rubio. <laughs> okay, you could cry if you want. Are you Watch willing? Schindler's List. Are, yeah. Are you willing to spend three hours being depressed? No. Then don't watch it. <laughs> As a former film major, no. <laughs> that's the, that's As what it is. Someone with a film studies degree, no. <laughs> no, no, thanks, Pop. That's Wait, not for me. You got a film studies degree and scraped by without watching Schindler's List? Yeah, they don't make us watch it in the curriculum. They only watch Citizen Kane. <laughs> She's right. We actually just watch Citizen Kane in every class, over and over on a loop. We only have enough room for one yeah. black and white movie in uh, Lars von class. Trier, ever heard of him? On every syllabus. Uh, Orson Welles, ring any bells for you? <laughs> Anyways. Get Wells, um, let's move on. Doris! What's the deal? Why you got a band? Oh, the name's not Doris, sweetheart. Oh, it's no. Stuart Rubio, <laughs> Drow Noble, and Cartographer. 
It's actually me, Doris. Just play along. Okay. I'm gonna uh, do a really big wink. I do. Without, without closing my. Is this like an Arrested Development, like the mom for Arrested Development wink, where she's like just? Oh yeah, it's definitely it, like, a Lucille why? Bluth wink. <laughs> I like to think first she freaks out. She's like, Ah, Doris. <laughs> I love your beard. Ah, Jean. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm just gonna like point to the hotel, the big hole in the ceiling, and be like, "I think I turned into a werebear last night." <laughs> I think we ought to. I think we ought to skip town while we can. I'm in. Where's the rest of the gang? Who cares? Let's leave him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to convince me. And uh, so, as you, so after saying that. You hear some footsteps coming down the path behind you. It sound like uh, there. It sounds like a lot of footsteps. It sounds like there's uh, metal clanking, and you think it sounds like armor. And you turn and you see the uh, Eric Cochran leader. Did we? I don't think I ever gave him a name. His name's I think, George. I thought you gave him a name. Oh. I don't remember what it was. His name's George now. His name Chad is George. Uh, yeah. Chip. Yeah, it's Chip something. Chip Skylark. Uh, well, so Chip's coming down. Uh, <laughs> Chip's coming down the the, the pathway. And he sees Gucci. Like? Uh, they're they're he needs braces. They're real crooked. Like he's got. Do they glisten? all over the place? Well, no, they, like a Christmas not. tree. Are they are they perhaps uh, rotting yes. or brown? No, they're glistening. They like uh, he put in. He, see, sugar was a sign of uh, royalty back in the day. Yeah, no, well, so. he's he's uh, he is much more intelligent than the, than the noble than the average noble. Yeah, crooked but shiny teeth. Well, he knows about listerine. He likes. They love it. They love those white strips. Whitening strips out there mm-hmm. by the you wizard. Gotta whiten those teeth. Does he floss? Yeah. No. Oh, that's good. They don't know about that yet. Oof. Gingivitis is a real. Gingivitis real is gonna thing. take that man to Pain Town. Well, uh, uh, Listerine, the the bold or the noble, the wizard who is the dental expert in this land. He he hasn't gotten around to it yet. Gotcha. He'll mm. get there. He's okay. experimenting with some roots. So they are walking towards us. Making they are walking JT towards us. Is my favorite part of this show. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Busting chops. Really just 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 hammering home on that lore that he's definitely got ready and prepared. Oh yeah. Uh, I had, he had all teeth. he had all the stuff about the teeth written down beforehand. Mm-hmm. So he's, I really been, he's been that. consulting his notes during this whole conversation. I've and got I'm it honestly, right here. I'm pretty impressed. I've got a chart for the different teeth of every character in this show. <laughs> it is very specific. But uh, so Chip Chip comes up to the the tent city and he sees Gucci, and he says, uh, "Oh, you, yeah, I recognize you. You were with that Doris lady last night. Well, I've got a few questions for you." Uh, so then he walks up to you, Gucci, and uh, and well, he walks up to both of you, but he's I just looking say, at Gucci. Oh, uh, oh, we'll just conduct our business later, and I I scurry off. I'm out of there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he's he's saying, "Oh, Gu- Gucci, I." Oh, it turns out we got a little bit of a pickle. Your friend here, it turns out he's a werebear. Did you know that? This is Rubio. No, Rubio's gone. Oh. He's talking wait. to you about Doris. Okay. Oh, wait. I thought you were talking he about Doris. You used the wrong pronouns on me, my man. Doris is a woman. Oh, that's right. Ooh. That's my mistake. Ooh. I, I, yeah, I need to, that's my fault. I apologize for misgendering okay. you. That's okay. Thank you. But Ooh, what? you are forgiven. I, I don't know. My son. So yeah, he's 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 uh he's talking to Gucci, and he says, uh, "Oh, you you seen your friend? I got I got an important message to deliver him. Turns out I got I got to get to him real quick. We got an important message." He's asking if you've seen Doris. 
No. <laughs> Are you, you sure? You give the message to me and I'll make sure it gets to her, though. Okay. Oh, well, that's that's fine enough. We'll, we'll just let him know that. Uh, let him know that she. I'm gosh. sorry, him. Let yeah, her I'm know. Not, I'm honestly not I'm trying thinking to be of a stickler and I'm not making fun of like yeah, no. people who desire I'm certain just, pronouns. It just it helps me with the role play. I agree. I'd rather not do it, but I'm just looking at Caleb here. It's okay. Um, no, I, I honestly, I get it. Yeah, she... Uh, yeah, really, it's Caleb's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, Caleb. Usually is. Sorry, guys. I'm doing my best over here to really get in, to really be a dark elf. Um, you have to go to some dark places. Mm-hmm. Underbelly. My psyche's there. Like the underdark. My appearance is not. Mm-hmm. What, what's the message, sir? Well, he needs to get out of here at the moment, and I'll recommend a lot of you to make doors because uh, word spreads fairly quickly in this here town and in this in these here parts and uh, in these here po- parts in these here parts and did uh, you become a plantation owner in the process of this <laughs> I can't I it's just I have no vocal control this is something oh that's been God. established it's so funny <laughs> I'm just not a voice actor but <laughs> chip 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 tree all up but <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> no, what are you doing? <laughs> but well, Brexit car. You might want to need the the uh, the ye old wear hunter group party. Is that like a Facebook group? Is after yes, they also a wear party. They hunt werewolves down oh. and kill them. They've heard of this incident. They will be here shortly. They the will be surely on their way. So she should be fine. I would suggest making dodge. All right. I've definitely eavesdropped on all that. Let's, How, okay. Let's roll. Let's roll. You're just leaving Brexigar? I was going to say, well, it's about Where seven now, he? right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like waking up. But let's okay. say I like wake up after they've left and I like catch up to them. Okay. So. Hey, we guys go back. Okay. So. Chasing after the wagon and whatnot. Or you walk, uh, you run up to them and uh, so you guys are leaving the city and. Uh, we got, we'll be, what were we coming here for? For a weapon? Yeah, you have the weapon. Hold on. There's gonna, there's gonna be a. Uh, there's a thing. Oh, uh, there's a thing coming up. There's another thing. Don't worry. Sorry. Well, so uh, suddenly, um, you get, you start to get to, you get closer to the the uh, guardhouse, and um, as you're walking towards the exit, you hear a, a whisper come from the darkness uh, in the in the, in <laughs> the, the guardhouse inside your heart, <laughs> and he says, "What would that?" And he goes, "Boy, come over here." And you look over and you see. Oh. Uh, Ulf von Euler, the oh. leader of the Thieves Guild, uh, gesturing for you to duck in to the um, uh, the shadow room. Hmm. Duck into the dark room with the scary thief man. Got, got a proposition. The guard starts like looking down at his got, chest, going like, "I've got a proposition." Like, scratching at it. I've got a proposition that you lot would be very interested in. Sorry, son. I don't think we've ever been acquainted, and I don't speak to strangers. It's a simple rule that my pappy taught me. I'm going to be on my merry way, but uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. All right, right. Well, Doris, as you see. Excuse me. I think you said, uh, know what? Let's talk after all. You have a cute. First things first, your beard, your fig beard's pretty cute. It's adorable. Uh, But first of all. Yeah, I've got a proposition. So, as you've seen, these here parts, these here lands are in a bit of a a bit of a trying time. There's a war going on. So what? We uh, we, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're doing the best we can. Uh, but intelligence has recently come to us 
uh, of, uh, of the leader of this group. We've finally gotten some information, and we are prepared to offer a bounty to the best assassin in these parts who can uh, go and retrieve the uh, head of this, the leader of this Well, honey, you can just army. go ahead and give that to me now because you're already talking to the best assassin in these parts. Oh, yes. The is Tales of Grandma. Voice between Doris and No, that was Rubio. my Doris voice. Oh. It was just like, like old... It, it it started out really mild, but then I think it just turned into southern white lady. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy is a expert at disguising. Uh, he disguises, so he's gonna see past a fake beard. But um, and clothes and clothes. And That's fair. But no, I, I. Yeah, well, you see, the the rings already turning your finger green under it. So how dare you? It's a real ring. <laughs> oh my! You have a gold allergy. Oh, that's true. But. uh as it turns out, we don't. We still don't know much. The Mister, the fellow, is clouded in secrecy. He lives. What we do know is that he lives in the top of a castle somewhere in the mountains of Malakia. He, uh, it's a castle. It's and, a castle, uh, and it's in the mountains. We don't know much more. However, we do know the location of a map that we believe will lead you to this keep, and it is our best lead right now. This figure is shrouded in mystery and. They are de- destroyed. I, I too am a fan of the pronoun game. What's his name? We don't know. He has only been referred to as thine Ubermensch. 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 Okay. You can call him Mitch. Mm. What I'm gonna call him. So Mitch is up in a castle in the mountains, and y'all yes. need us to find a map to find the castle. Take care of him. And save our valley. I don't care about that. How much are you paying? <laughs> we are prepared to offer 3,000 gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Each? That a, is that no, as a whole. Oh. That's not Ooh. a lump. Ooh. That is a lump Sis. sum. Do you know how much I can get for this princess hair I looted? You know, <laughs> That's going for know? a mill on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention, I can sell this skin on the black market. Do you know how much people pay... For princess skin? <laughs> it's starting to smell. More than a thousand. <laughs> you need to preserve that skin. You don't have to sweeten the honey pot if you want me to lift a finger. I'm afraid we don't have much more. They've been burning our coffers. They have been doing a scorched earth strategy. They're burning all of the forests. We have maybe 50 more gold to add. I'll give you 3,050 gold. Okay. Well, how about this? What you wearing? What you got on you? Mm. Any weapons? Anything cool? Anything? I, I have my my I have my necklace that my wife I'll take gave it. to me. Anything else? No, you got she a switch. She no. I this is the old. She died three years ago. This is all well, I have then left. You don't. You ain't even married no more. You don't need it. It's my only memory of Did her. Death do you part? The only memory of your wife is a necklace. Well, the great marriage I, was it? It was a fine marriage. Like it a, lasted. You killed her, didn't you? I did not. I did not. <laughs> Come, I, on I, I, Come on now. Come on now. I you can't even believe that you would suggest another. that. I know you killed her. That's I know you preposterous. Did. Oh, that. Whoa, was that a smile in that? That's voice? preposterous. <laughs> but but he winked at me, didn't he? No. Mm, he's he just he he's, okay. I tell you, <laughs> fine. I'm taking control. He did. Okay. I tell you what. Uh, we're going to do this like a negotiation for getting a raise. I'm going to tell you what I will do this job for, and then we will go from there. So I want uh, 3,000 gold for each of us. 
Uh, I want that necklace now just on principle. Because I want you to admit you killed her because really it's just starting to starting to piss me off that you won't even give me that. Because I know you did. I didn't. I'm a okay. good man. You keep saying that. I'm Oath uh, on Euler. And honestly, just just because you're making me mad, I'm I'm I, I want something cool. I want some kind of sword or something. Here, I'll do this. I'll give you each fifteen hundred gold. Okay. And I'll give you the sword of the Letzerminch. Okay, what's that do? Is that just a sword that's got a cool name, or has it got some kind of spell on it? Or you got three of them? I don't. I only have the Dibs. one. No deal. Too late. No deal. So this sword, you will. Uh, so the sword is a three d ten damage plus. Uh, it has an enchanted spell on it, which uh, gives it a plus uh, five fire damage if you succeed on the hit. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and write that down in my stuff. Uh, what's it called? The Sword of the Lesser Mitch. Sword of the <laughs> Lesser Mitch. <laughs> and it does 3d10. Wait, what? 3d6. 3d6. The Lesser what? Lesser Mitch. Lesser Mitch. The Lesser sounds, Mitch. Sounds uh, German. <laughs> sounds it is like a German it, word. Uh, 3d6 and a chance for a fire? Yes, we get it. If if you hit, if you, see, if you succeed your, your hit roll, it is automatically added. So plus five for fire damage. Sweet. Okay. I right. see if you'd have led with that, I wouldn't have needed to take this necklace. This this teaching you a lesson that you don't lowball. Okay. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, where's the map? I don't. I just told you you have to get the map. We don't have the map. You said you know where it was. Well, I do know where it is. Well, then where is it? But you will be traveling into the mountains to the Letzermensch Ski Resort. We have some reliable information, intelligence, indicating that it is held there by a, a one Svedka Winters. Svedka Winters, like the vodka? Yes, like okay. the vodka. We believe she runs one of the shops in the ski resort. Okay. At the what ski resort? The Letzermensch Ski Resort, like your sword. Letzermensch Ski Resort. Just taking some notes. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Where would that? Uh, where where would that be in proportion to here? Uh, in relation, you can uh, you can travel. Uh, you can. It's pretty easy to find. It's straight down the uh, compass direction. Main road, about northwest of here. About uh, I'd say a day's journey. Perfect. Not too far. Anything else? Any other? That's all we know. This is a very secretive figure. Perfect. Well, it's been uh, lucrative talking to you as always. Um, <laughs> Y'all got anything to add? And, and I motion to them. Disappointed. I'm right That's there all. with right there That's with you, all. sis. But maybe we can get something cool for this. Ne- I mean, uh, return this necklace when we're all done. You should share your your weapons. Do you, yes. You've gotten like all the weapons so I know. far. <laughs> Gotta take some initiative if you want the cool weapons. I'll throw in for Gucci the sandals of major jumping. See, this is how you negotiate. What are the perks? (laughs) It will allow you to leap a vector distance into the air equal to half your movement speed. So it allows you. Can she leap a raster distance instead? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But not the graphic one. But so yeah, you. uh, What's your movement speed? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. So it allows you to jump, leap fifteen feet. What's the advantage of jumping over just walking twice that? 
<laughs> well, it allows you to jump into the air that same distance. Oh, like upwards? 15? Yeah. Okay. You can jump 15 feet in any direction, that's it looks like. Cool. That is pretty cool. Because then you can get over, like, gorges and stuff. and you can... I can go underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I hope this benefits you. But for you, Vrexigar, I'll give you <clears throat> the monocle of the Aarakocra. It grants you perception on our advantage on perception rolls gives you eagle sight that's pretty good i have a pencil does anyone have a pencil i do not actually i am super we've gone full digital man it's 2019 Uh, i know i like pen and paper but i don't carry there you go my guy oh thank you out here literally slaughtering trees (laughs) so that you can play a tabletop game Whereas the rest of us are using good, clean, green energy to be able to play this game. It's two pieces mm-hmm. of paper, my brand. Straight from the power plant. Do you know how many trees it takes to make one piece of paper? Why don't you like venture a guess and I'll tell you the real answer. One hundredth of one. One one hundredth? Uh, it takes you exactly... You can only get one hundred pieces of paper out of a single tree? <laughs> no, let me, tell you the, the tree. let me tell you all the real answer. It takes 374 trees to make one sheet of paper. <laughs> I bet none of you knew that. None of you did sure your did research. Not. So... Yeah, I think you need to plant. Let's see, that's two What's sheets of paper. The monocle. monocle of the sheet, or seven hundred forty-eight trees to make up for uh, the monstrous deed that you've done. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Brexigar? He's no. He's broken. False. One tree makes yep. sixteen point Six. sixty-seven reams of paper. I'm li- I literally <laughs> pulled that up. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, a ream of paper is like five hundred sheets. sheets. <laughs> I literally looked that up at the exact same time. Ooh, man! One ream uses six percent of a tree, and that's five hundred sheets. Fake so news. Eat it, Caleb. Alternative facts. I have so been. Let's go. I have been uh, alerted to the fact that I have actually spent four sheets of paper on Brexigar because I originally had the character sheet, ripped it up. And then mm-hmm. made it made it again whenever I brought him back. Jack Saroni and cheese cannon. That's all for twelve hundred trees. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing us. You're killing the planet. You've deforested an entire rainforest <laughs> to make your stupid D and D character twice. Twice because you ripped it up dramatically and unnecessarily. Oh man, dude, deforestation. Is Arbor so funny. Day is entirely devoted to killing people like you. Mm. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do when Greenpeace finds out? They're going to come for you. Oh, I hadn't thought about They're that. going to come for you like Peter came for Rick Irwin. Mm-hmm. Steve Irwin. Whatever his name is. The crocodile. Rick Irwin. <laughs> the crocodile. Rick yeah. Irwin. He liked crocodiles too much. And now he's dead. Let's get back to the He was story. a great. Oh, okay. Um, not to, I'd, I'd love Steve Irwin. Um, but yeah, let's get back. Uh, to get back to the story, you... Um, <laughs> All right, yeah, you are traveling northwest towards... Stay in my disguise because of this whole werehunter team that seems to be on our tail. Mm. I think it's best if I don't go by Doris for a little while. Maybe maybe a good... Till the, good till the heat's off of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, that's probably a wise move. Uh, but, you know, they have uh, uh, dogs that... that's They use dogs, and they hunt for the smell of the were. Yeah, creatures. you know that I freaking slaughter dogs so mm. i dare them mm, well they got a they got they got gnarly dogs i'm a gnarly boy so why don't they just try fair me? enough but either way so you're walking your your guys are uh, traveling 
to the ski lift or ski resort and uh, you you have mostly uneventful travel you you see some uh, you see some sparrows uh that's about it. So you get you're outside the ski resort. You see this massive, um, sprawling resort. Wait, tell me about um, the sparrows that we saw. <laughs> <laughs> what are their teeth like? <laughs> they uh, well, that we're gonna take a break. Approximately, which compass direction did the sparrows come from, and which did they leave to? Uh, they're flying. <laughs> what time of day was it? What did they smell like? What, how many feathers? Where was I standing in proportion to everybody else? You were standing uh, three degrees north okay. from Brexigar. Mm. And the sparrow uh, flew directly over your head, land, uh, relieved itself right as it was going, flying, did, did crossing it, your, did your it path. Did it dookie right on Brexigar? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it dookied right on your wig, right on your powdered Ooh. wig. Oh, no. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna. I want to roll to dodge. Good notes. I want to roll to dodge. Okay, the dookie. (laughs) All right. Okay, it landed right on the side. Hold on. It's a (laughs) nineteen. All right, you (laughs) somehow you hear the flaps of the sparrow flying. (laughs) You hear its wings. You, With your perception, <laughs> what was that? And, that and, sounds and like a sparrow. Dude, this is like a somersault cartwheel, and dodge out of it, and then you land it, and then you do it. You know the Tebow pose that Brexigar pioneered uh-huh. in yeah. the first step uh, campaign. Thank you, you really for, cool for painting me that word picture. <laughs> You're welcome. And they, the bird, the sparrows, just gloss over that encounter. <laughs> Would have been really important narratively. It could have, I guess. It very well. You know, the The sparrows might come back. We don't know. You never know. I'm writing down notes about the sparrow encounter. Okay. I want to know their stats. Yeah. Uh, You can't, you're not allowed to know their stats. Well, you're never allowed to know the stats. But they're very secretive. They're very uh, mysterious birds. (laughs) My laptop didn't like that. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on. We're at the resort. Yeah. So you're at the you're at the you're in the whatever the lobby. grand the lobby. It's not really an indoor place lobby. So you're in the grand the area. The resort is outside yeah. or outdoors. It's just a hill. <laughs> no on yeah. It. Yeah. A hill it's with a, a sign on fire. <laughs> it's a. It, this is a sprawling sprawling resort. It takes up uh, just about an entire mountain. It looks like it would take probably three days to to, to explore this entire place. You're in a. Uh, Let's make it little one and a little half. little winter town. We're well, not going to need to explore the whole thing. Uh, this is the, there's a winter town at the base of this mountain. Very cute. It it looks like um, Park City, Utah. It's just lovely. And um, you see this skating rink in the middle of the the main area. Um, and then uh, along the side of it, you see these just these random shops and a sort and assorted info stands and. Uh, um, Sorry, I just so, googled Park City, and that's beautiful. But also for the uh, for the reference of the other players, this is where we are. Mm-hmm. Currently, Gorgeous. Park City, Utah. Yeah. If you've never been to Park City, it's go does travel it parks. Yeah, it does. It has one very large park. It's about a mile oh. north of Tent City, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then two blocks south of Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Um, <laughs> 
so yeah, you see, uh, you see, it's a bunch of hustle and bustle skiers, ski and beavers running around. So an interesting note about the the resort. They've it's very impressive. They've got instead of chairlifts, uh, instead of like motorized chairlifts, they do have chairlifts, but they have these really advanced looking um, crank pulleys, and they have a bunch. They have oxen hooked up to them, and they just have this guy constantly whipping them so that they run uh, walk in a circle keeping this chairlift going uh pulling beavers up the mountain uh it's it's very uh it's very capitalistic looking um taking advantage of those poor bison hey if there's one thing i love it's capitalist architecture so mm. well these people are all about uh <laughs> capitalism um hell yeah <laughs> yeah uh, you see you see like a, a taco stand uh, italian restaurant uh some touristy stuff hat store a uh uh, and then you see this this multi-storied building that has one of those um, uh, eating areas, cafeterias, and there's a, a bunch of signs. One says uh, "Gear Return" uh, and "Rental" and and uh, uh, "Gear Pro Shop" and all the other stuff that would be in that in the pro area. Is there a Bass gear. Pro Shops there? Yeah, there's a Bass Pro Shops. There's a Trout Pro Shops there. Mm. You mentioned something about a hat shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a hat shop. Seems narratively significant. I'm gonna head to the hat shop. <laughs> if anyone would like to join me, I will join. Yeah. To the hat shop we go. <laughs> I'm so into a hat buying right now. And with that, I think we should take our break. Listening to Wungeons and Scraggins here on WUSCFM and HD1 Columbia. Shady's back. Mm. Tell a friend. I'm been told. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, we're back. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your break. I, I know we did. Um, call, yeah, call in. Tell us, tell us what you did. We won't answer the phone because uh, we we can't get to it. Very. It, tell we can't our get answering to the phone. machine. Yeah, you can you tell the or you can tweet it at us and we might respond. Ooh, what's our Twitter? Uh, yeah, our Twitter is at Engineers. So like Dungeon engineer, years. but without the en and with a one. Or W-U. It's like if, yeah, it's if you spelled dungeon but with a W. And, and then, then added e ears at the end, but E-E, not E-A. Oh. Is that clear? So, so simple. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm so ears. glad that we were able to figure that out. <laughs> Our own Twitter account. Our very own Twitter account. We figured it out. So um, when we when we last left off. When, yeah, when you when we last left off, uh, our, our brave, brave explorers were... 
uh, going to survey some hats in the hat shop. Ye old hat shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get it. Uh, you walk up to this half. Uh, this this in, into this hat shop. Hat shop, and you see this, uh, this kind of older man. He's he's very thin. He's got gray hair and, and glasses. Um, Unrelated question: a, Does he seem like he would be easy to rob? <laughs> <laughs> you. He definitely looks like a. Uh, he 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 is an old older man. He looks very scrawny. Uh, so you your first assumption is he's not going to be the best in a fight. If you didn't you want us to rob know. the characters, you shouldn't have put characters in the story. That's what my motto is. There, that's a great great advice for any uh, any other DMs out there. So you're telling to, me he lo- uh, again completely he unrelated weak. to why we're here. He looks weak. Yes, he looks scrawny. And uh, so you you feel confident that to be fair you also look weak yeah but you don't that's, know you can't know fair. that if he has if he's a magic user or if he's really good with a with a crossbow or you yeah. don't know I mean that's fair so yeah you uh, want to walk up and and oh yeah you're you're surrounded by just every hat you could possibly think of you got you got knit hats you got wool hats you got fleece hats and you they're most most of them are are uh, you know, skiing, skiing hats, got some helmets too, but then you got some wacky fun stuff too, you know, like they got stuff you can let your hair down in. They literally have a hat. Do they have those little, those little rainbow hats that have yeah. the little helicopter on top? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they have that. They have, they have some hats that, you know, they have one of those hats that has like octopus tentacles spring out the top of it. Um, they've got. Oh yeah, that hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know. love those hats that are famous. <laughs> I found a hat. Yeah, I've seen them all the time. I found a hat on 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 shoes dot com <laughs> called the San Diego Hat Company Turkey Hat. Let me see it. <laughs> it looks Did like you just- <laughs> it's a beanie that looks like a halfway cooked I turkey. I need that now. They've got Google Turkey Hat. I googled silliest hats. <laughs> <laughs> They've got they've got an entire wall of turkey hats of poultry oh, poultry hats. Do they have the the, the got, drinking hats that have the cans on the side? Yeah, and the straws the straws that go to the yeah. And it's yeah. it's it's the Hughes uh, yeah number one the Schmitty Worgen Worgen Man Jensen, Jensen hat number one. Mm-hmm. If you buy that hat, you'll be number one forever. Ooh, how much for that? <laughs> Specific hat for the double can drinking hat. A uh, ten gold. Ten gold. <laughs> Done. Being number one forever. Priceless. Wait, mm. I don't actually know if I have ten gold. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I have exactly ten gold. So yeah, I'll take that. Okay. What kind of uh, armor benefits does that give me? You get a. Uh, I, I, I guess plus one. <laughs> Sick, dude. Plus one, man. Plus one armor class for wearing that silly thing? Dibs. That's a 17 armor class now. And I can double fist drinks without even using my hands. I need to stop giving you guys so much stuff. (laughs) You're caving under Caleb's pressure. (laughs) You're giving us an inch and we're taking a mile. All right. I'm going to start taking things then. Oh, you start taking an inch and you take a mile. That seems a little far. Yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. But... But anyway, yeah, so you want to – they've got lots of the hats. they got a bunch of different poultry hats. they got chicken and turkey. No, I, I am dead serious when I bought the plus one double drink hat. Okay. All right, you got that. I already got my 10 gold out of my inventory. All right. So, yeah, that's – you got your hat. Well, you, 
So yeah, you go. Well, actually, let's let's you you're gonna go buy this hat from from the the shop owner. So yeah, you walk up to the the counter and he he says, mm-hmm. "Well, how can I help you today?" Oh yes, I was just looking to purchase this uh, uh, soda hat. I always find myself looking to drink two different kinds of soda at one time, but I find my hands to be preoccupied. Wait, wait, wait. isn't it canned milk? <laughs> you can do soda. Said soda. Oh, I, I thought I thought that it would be canned milk would be what goes in the hat. Okay. Okay, sure. It's canned milk. Canned milk. Canned milk. Is it condensed? No. Carbonated. Yeah, yeah it, it, it obviously has to fizz whenever you open it. Yeah, it's I'm carbonated not, milk. Oh, I've never had, I guess, because so. of our joke milk. about the taverns. Yes. See? With the milk it's called being. called continuity. That's the, This yeah, is what you stay for is. at One Piece yeah. Dragons. No. You come for the role playing. <laughs> You come for the role playing, stay but you for the stay milk jokes. for the milk jokes. Stay for the uh, gold standard humor. Yes. <laughs> so I will take. Uh, I'll take this hat because I always find myself trying to combine two different kinds of milk from two different cans, but I cannot find a receptacle to do so. Well, I suppose I could use a cup, but then I would <laughs> be forced to use my hands, which defeats the purpose of the hat. Well, I, I can't argue with that logic, and uh, this will be fantastic for your purposes. So he gives you the hat, and he um, takes your ten gold. Amazing. Can I talk you down to eight gold? No. Okay. <laughs> this is a unionized town. Oh, man. Well, better than the last town we went to, so. Mm, well, times are changing. These, 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 these. Unions are really the way to go. Oh, yes, I agree. You have to give the power back to the working class. I have an even lower voice. I. Oh, really? <laughs> that, that wasn't audible. You think that you have a lower voice than me? <laughs> is that your Javier Bodine voice? That's, no, this is just my lowest voice. This is the lowest pitch I'm capable of doing. Javier Bardem. Yeah, that's what. I, that's the feeling I was getting again. Your Javier Bardem. This is the lowest voice I am capable of doing. Right. So I bought the hat. Yeah. So you bought the hat. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you for doing business. I, I hope it goes well for you. I hope you get to drink all the milk in the world. Now, can I talk you into throwing in perhaps a second hat and or a koozie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. We do have these complimentary uh, complimentary um, uh, coasters that we could give you. That Ooh, I will take seven of those. Thank <laughs> you. Well, here you, here you go. Make sure to give them to your friends. No. Got our logo I on. Add the seven coasters to my inventory, and I tell Stinky Sewage not to touch them because they are mine. What is Stinky Sewage doing right now? Chilling till I, til I need them. Gotcha. Uh, Gucci and Brexigar, do you want to buy any hats? You uh, want to talk to the shopkeeper? Is there any uh, like animal skin hats? Yes, they have a snake skin hat. No. Did they have? Uh, they have a wolf hat. No. They've got a hat that looks like moose antlers. What about one that's made of like a crow or a raven? <clears throat> uh, they have a. Mag. They have a really grotesque hat in the corner that looks like it has like beaks <laughs> st- sticking out the <laughs> top of that it. That one <laughs> earlier today when I, I was playing uh, 
Red Dead Redemption, and there was a guy with a raccoon hat that I really wanted, and I was going to brawl him for it, but I paused the game for some reason, and when I came back to it, I pressed the wrong button, and I shot him. Oh, no. <laughs> right right in the face <laughs> on oh, accident. That's because the shoot button is the same as talk to people button. Yeah, and so I freaking shot the guy did he, on accident. It just depends on how close you are to him. Yeah, and I didn't get the hat. Did, the, did, no. he get, did you get blood on the hat? Huh? Did you get blood on the hat? The, no, you the, I well the law uh, got got blood on me with bullets, so I didn't pick up the hat. All right, I hey, get back. I get the the beak hat. Chest cat. Okay, yeah, this, it's got beaks uh, around the top in in kind of like a crown. It's a crown of beaks. <laughs> yes, it's a crown of beaks. I want to know if there's any crowns made of gold and or silver fit for the king of Dulock. Uh, there's, there's some fool's gold over in the corner. It's like one of those, one of those, um, yeah, this is a, this is a souvenir gift shop. So most of the stuff is uh, pretty How believable. Are they like, if I were to wear it, would people think that I was royalty? They have a, uh, they're surprisingly shiny and, uh, due to, I think most people, especially in, in, in Beaverland are not gonna, uh, not gonna notice it. On a, on the first glance, because they uh they don't really have very much gold. How much? Be about ten gold. Done. All right. I'll take it. We got a crown, a bee cat, and soda soda can hat. Mm-hmm. That's uh all right. Okay. Is that it? Here's a here's a question, gang. Uh, okay. How do we feel about assassinating this hat owner? Oh, I thought we were. I, and then we take all our money back. Yeah. I'm against it. Why? Chaotic good. Would you like to wait outside while we do the dirty business? <laughs> I'm just going to go be the bouncer at the door. Mm-hmm. You just stand watch while yeah. while we... Excuse me while I plug my ears. Get our hats bloody. And mind you, he does have an intern. Oh. oh, I didn't know about the hat intern. Oh, well, hat intern. Paid or unpaid? <laughs> Is it an unpaid intern? Uh, Maybe yeah. we can pay the intern. We can, we can. They're in the the interns in the back uh, stitching hats. Oh, I think wait. we should get rid of this guy just for having unpaid interns. Honestly, yeah. okay. In a un, in a unionized town, I can't believe this. Beavers, do you realize? Well, you know, and they're still the unpaid intern internships for experience in a un- unionized town. There's a lot of unpaid interns out there. I have there. an idea. Um, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Uh, I happen to be in town interviewing interns, and I was just wondering if you uh, perhaps had one in the back somewhere. Oh well, we do have old. Uh, we do have old Jurgen back there. He's he's. <laughs> Might I speak with away? him uh, privately for a moment? I, I, I suppose you could. Might I ask what what about? You may not. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Why is that? That sounds very threatening, I might say. I'm not threatening you, sir. It's just my business and my interview, and I'm afraid it is part of the part of the confidentiality of speaking to an unpaid intern that an employer need not know what we are discussing. Oh, I see. Well, I don't know much about those things. but uh, I mean, that is I, clear. Now, may I, I speak I, to your intern? I suppose so. Jürgen, you've got a visitor. And uh, Jürgen kind of comes out of the back room he's he's looking really drow he's he's like his eyes are are drooping down low he's got uh, uh bags under his eyes and he's he's uh, yeah. wearing a it doesn't look like he's slept very much in the last couple of days and he walks up and says hey wh- hey 
What's up? So I pull I pull Jurgen to the side and I ask him, uh, "How are how are they treating you here, son?" Oh, well, we get we get two meals a day. Hey, 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 hey. on the reel with me. How are they treating you? It's 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 it can be pretty well to be honest. Are you from? Who are you? Are you from? Don't the, ask questions. Answer mine. Well, I don't. What are you from? The are you from? No, the, maybe you didn't hear what I just said. How do I know you're not on the board, the council board of the resort? I I don't know what that is. They're the boss of my boss. Look, I'm gonna spell this out for you. Something something real dirty is about to happen in here, and I know you ain't you ain't happy here. You ain't happy with your boss or your working conditions. You just go in the back and you turn a blind eye. You can take whatever you want out of here, okay? Oh, I, I don't know about that. I, but I can. I don't want anything out. I don't want any hats. But I intern like eighty years old. Yeah, he's uh he's got a he's an old soul. <laughs> Can't argue with Bad. that. <laughs> but I I I I mean, oh. Uh, Listen, are you try- hey, hey, are you trying to seize the means of production? Are you trying to take the power back from the proletariat? How do you know about that? That was a secret meeting. It's a unionized town, it is clear, <laughs> that everyone here leans that way. Now, do you want to take back the means of production, or don't you? Listen, we'll be having a meeting to discuss this matter further tonight at 7. If I'm you not want. interested in joining your club. What I want you to do is go into the back... Turn a blind eye, put on, put in your ear pods, listen to some some Pearl Jams or something, <laughs> and don't come in here for about 20 minutes. Okay? You need to do that for me? I'll be in the back. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I'm done with my interview. You may return, my good sir. Oh, I shall. Well, thank you. I will be. Th- now, uh, I need Gucci to distract him for a moment. The intern? No, the intern's in the back, not paying attention. I need you to distract the shopkeeper. What's up? Oh, hello. <laughs> okay. What? I'm, I'm going to roll stealth real quick, and I'm going to sneak up behind him. <laughs> what can I help you with? with? Oh, I'm just visiting from Dulock. Do I get advantage since he's distracted? Uh, yes. Dulock? Uh, where is that? I've never it's been. It's a perfect place. I got 20. Really? Not, a, not yes. a nat, though. Where did, where did, how so perfect? What's so perfect yeah. about it? I am the ruler. Okay, so... I'm going oh. to use my assassinate ability. Your right. advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. In addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Um, because of that, with my sneak attack, once per turn I can deal an extra 4d6 of damage to one creature that you hit with an attack if you have advantage on the attack roll. Okay. So... I'm going to roll at advantage with an extra 4d6 of damage using that cool new sword that you gave me. Okay. Sneak attack. The sword of the lesser Mitch. Um, <laughs> so I get advantage to hit. Yeah. And I get plus seven to hit. Goodness gracious. So I got a 24 to hit. All right. So that hit? My dad yeah, that's going to hit. Okay. So my sword does 3d6 plus five plus the extra 4d6. For sneak attack damage. It's supposed to assassinate him. Four, seven. It might just do that. Nine. (laughs) Thirteen. That's five. Seventeen. 
It's going to be um, 33 damage, but it's a critical hit because it's an assassination, so that's 66 damage. Does that kill him? Does that kill the hat keeper? So, <laughs> as, as we Gucci, just found the final boss, as, <laughs> he catches my sword and teleports behind me. <laughs> as he's talking to Gucci, you sneak up, you sneak around the desk, walk up behind him, and you take your sword and you just you send it clean through the guy. He's he's in two pieces now. Sick. Um, <clears throat> I briefly. With my with my passive perception of seventeen, do I note any hiding places in the hat shop? Uh, no. This there's no hat there. You could hide. You could try and hide in. There's a closet you could try and hide in, or you could try and hide in the uh, in one of the hat racks. Mm. Or in the back with the intern. You guys want to frame the intern? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gosh. Okay. Killing the so revolution. Knock him out. I'm, oh, gonna, I'm, I'm not here. I'm gonna leave the body where it is. Okay. I'm gonna take all the money in the register. Okay. How much is there? Two hundred fifty. Okay. So I split that with Gucci. We each have a one twenty-five now. Perfect. Anything else of note on the hat keeper? Uh, no, he's got he's got one of those abacuses. Oh, yeah, I'll take an abacus. Why not? I could. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You never know when you might need to. And uh, he also has a pair of glasses. Why did I use the sword? I have a dagger that does more than that. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, he has what? And he has some glasses. I'll take the glasses. Okay. I add those to my disguise. I'm going to do a perception check to see if there's anything else of value in here. Okay. Nine. <laughs> I'll, I'll do one as well real Thanks. quick. <laughs> 24. God. <laughs> no, 23, excuse me. Uh you look you're looking around the room and uh you don't really see anything that looks to be you just see mostly hats, paper, little uh displays, wooden displays. Uh in in the corner you see um a wagon that looks like it it can transport uh materials and grain and whatnot around a long uh, large area. It's a push push wagon. Uh, you could take that wagon and be so about basically it. there's nothing of value in the it's in a hat it is a hat shop okay there's some machinery there's some like stitching machinery in the back what's the coolest hat in the room the hat that's like in the lockbox that you gotta <clears throat> you gotta get special permission is that to supreme see. akira collab yeah uh yeah, yeah there's so there in the in the corner of the room uh almost you almost might miss it if you weren't looking there seems to be some a slight mist coming out of the ground, but there doesn't look to be any hole in the ground. It's just what looks to be a thin mist in the shape of a square over in the corner of the room. Uh, a mist and so, in the shape of a square. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I make an Arcana check. Okay. Okay. It's, God, what is my Arcana modifier? Where is it? Oh, that's a sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. You. You. Uh, Look at this um, box and realize there is no magic whatsoever operating it. Okay, can I pick the th- the square mist up? You can just so it touch it. You invisible. can just touch the top of it. Well, okay, well, I do that. All right, you touch the top of it with your foot, and uh, very slowly, a a very ornate case rises up out of the floor, revealing a exquisite hat 
uh, cased in a uh, clear glass box of um, dry ice. And the hat has on the top of it, it has ice spikes that uh, are uh, made out of dry ice. Sounds real cool. Can I take it? Yeah. Okay. I We don't have much time because I feel like things are going to hit the fan if we stay here much longer. So I'm going to take that, throw it in my bag, tell Stinky Sewage not to touch it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm grabbing right. a turkey hat. Yeah. Okay. Grab, Got it. grab two. I'll grab three. Grab, Got, okay. Three good. turkey hats. Uh, so we run out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run and find the nearest guard. Okay, uh, you you run over. So you don't see any guards actually, uh, but you do see some park employees. They've got they're walking around with uh, you know khaki pants and uh, polo shirts, and they got lanyards. These seem and, like uh, the people that I want to contact. I'm I'm gonna contact the polo shirt guys. Okay. Um, you go up to I'm going to run up to them, like, panicked and out of breath. Just, sir, the most horrible thing has just happened. And he's he's not really paying attention to it at first. He's kind of like, sound. he's got a, a headset, uh, one of those ear horns. And he's listening like he's got a headset on. He's like, but what's that? What's that? What's I that, pull Jerry? the ear horn out of his ear, and I say, murder! Murder! Excuse, hold on, Jerry. One, one, one moment. What is that? What are you talking about? There's, who are you? Sir... I went into the hat shop to purchase something just now for my for my person, and the hat keeper in the shop has been bisected by some cruel monster of a person. There is a murderer in the hat shop in this town somewhere. You, I, I implore you to go look and investigate. My gosh, that sounds hideous. Well, I'll certainly go and call my manager to take a look at it. Good call. I am going to leave. All right. Well, well, might you want to stay around at least no, a minute? We have to. No, have, I'm if, much too scared. Thank you. You're for a the witness offer. of a murder. We need to. I see. didn't. No, no, no. I didn't see it. I just found the body. I can't. I, you already know all I know. I would. I won't be much help. Oh well. Fair enough. Could I at least take down your name in case we need to contact you? Uh, you may not. Oh, well, uh, well, then, sir, you may be on your way. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And he kind of watches you as you walk away. Uh, He finds it a little suspicious that you didn't give him any name. Yeah, and that's why I'm going to change back into Doris when no one's (laughs) looking. Okay. I'd rather take my chances with the werehunters (laughs) than, than having the whole town turn against me. Yeah. Well, they are ski bums. Plus, I'm tired of doing the Southern gentleman yeah. voice. So, okay, Stuart Rubio is back in hiding for the moment. Gotcha. So you just changed back into Doris in front of? No, no, no. I I found like a dark alleyway or okay. something. All right, I, so I yeah. changed where normal or something like, or something. You find or something and you change. Uh, all right. So yeah, you're back as Doris. Doris is back, and uh, Gucci and Brexigar are still there. So now what? Remember, you're, you're here to try and find uh, Svedka Winters. Well, y'all, I think that went really well. Uh, I think so, too. We didn't I find Svedka so Winters. <laughs> yeah, Svedka Winters. What went well? Sve- nothing. Svedka Winters wasn't in that shop, so you guys want to try we another one? On. We shouldn't go back in there and ask him about Svedka Winters. I don't think he's... Uh, well, he's probably not going to know too much. Or be, we can ask he, the guy at the taco stand. Oh, tacos. Good call. Good call. Okay. You go up to the taco stand. He says, how are you doing? Hello. Um, he I'm not interested in your product, but could you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. 
That's that's no, brutal. No, oh, I'm offended. No offense. I'm just on a. Do you know where Svedka Winters is? Offense taken, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm in a hurry, sir. Svedka. Oh yes, Svedka. She's uh, she's lovely. I have coffee with her every morning. She runs the she runs the rent the ski rental shop down the we stairs. Want to kill her or so, ask her questions. Who, uh, who is this? You want man? to kill her? <laughs> you want? Excuse me, sir. Please get back in line. <laughs> Do you know this man, this burly he, man? I don't know her. He's oh. not with me. I'm going to just walk up going, I like killing people. Oh. Singing a song. Oh, are you, do you need to be in a mental institution? No, I've, I've walked away now. Oh, okay. That man that man is must be in a mental institution. Hey, so where would we find the ski rental? Oh, you, it's just right down the stairs right Perfect, there. Thank you, you. You see the stairs and a sign pointing to the rental shop. I will also take one chalupa. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's going to be uh, two gold. Two gold for a chalupa. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's these markup prices. Kind of these resort economy are we in? Uh, you're in a you're in a resort. Beaver. Everything's right, got give a me huge the stats markup. On the chalupa. Uh, the it gives you. I assume it's a healing item. Uh, no, or it, a buff item. Whoa. No, you take on three hundred and thirty calories. And uh, it actually, so yeah, I guess, uh, well, the, I guess the beans uh, give you some, some renewed vigor. You gain, you gain bean plus blast, one. You gain the pack that you can use against anyone behind you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the spice. Yeah. The spices do give you an upset stomach and you, all right. So you're heading down to the ski rental shop. Uh, you do that. Uh, you start walking down these stairs, and uh, you notice all this. Uh, the stairs are covered in a very slick, icy substance. Um, but it is not ice. <laughs> uh, may, <could> it be? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it, it is, is ice-like. But rest assured, adventurers, this is not ice. This is fantasy ice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you but frozen. It's magic ice. Its <clears throat> melting point is two degrees less. At thirty. Yeah, so you get uh, you walk into the uh, uh, ski rental shop and you notice this really long line um, leading almost to the door with a, a bunch of impatient beavers waiting to get their ski boots and skis outfitted. And then you've got, uh, you see about five employees, uh, just minimum wage college, uh, high school or college age employees uh, running around. It's more kinda, interns. More, yeah, well. God. These ones are paid at least uh, at least minimum wage though because they're employees. I see um, more than me. Yeah, uh, and and they it's kind of pandemonium. They're just trying to give people their boots, try them on, get them out. And behind the cash register, there's uh, two more, uh, another beaver, and then this uh, this tiefling, this tiefling bard. Tiefling. So what? How? What's the play here? gang i'm assuming the bard guy is uh what's the person's name svedka winters yeah her yes how would we know that well you don't her name tag you don't know that it's her no one has name tags but everyone else is a beaver and she's an elf oh what do we need from her again? Dead giveaway. You need uh, um, you've the map. you've heard that she has a map that okay. will lead you to the Ubermensch Keep. Svetka. Who said that? Oh, it's me. The only oh. non-beavers here. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, yes. How did you know my name? Some Beaver Solidarity over here, but uh, what's the deal? Towering over I'm all these Word on the street is, gal, that you've got a map that I could use. A map? What do you, a map. What do you mean about this? What do you say, map? Like a map. I know nothing about this map. I'm the map. And how do you I'm know map. What, what map I'm talking about? I, I don't have a map. I don't have any maps. I don't know what you... Who are you, anyway? Sweetheart, you got the map. The jig is up! Just give us the map. The jig is in the air. Who are it you? It ain't coming back down. Hey, give us the map now! Who I'll are these? A strand of princess hair. I'll give you... know how you... much that's worth, sweetie? It's worth a lot. How much is it worth? A lot. Well, I don't have the map anyway. Then who does? I, I don't know. I don't know what map you're talking about. This is ludicrous. Oh, my lord. I don't even know. I don't have the time for this. Listen here. You uh, you, you better you better give us that diggy dang map. If I if I were to mm. intimidate her with a roll of 11, 12, would that be enough? What is that? Uh, does that go against intelligence? Wait, retcon. Before you do that, I want to roll insight to see if she's lying. Okay. Because I feel as though you wouldn't have name dropped her if she know if she knew nothing uh it's a 24 of insight uh okay yeah you you realize that something's off about her her uh her voice she's kind of stuttering uh with her answers and you you just get the uh, impression that she uh, you notice like her pupils are dilated and you kind of get the feeling that she's lying. All right, Brex, I go to town. Hey, give us the map, please. Arr. Is that your 12 roll? Yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have any kind of map. And as, as she's saying this, she notices a couple guards enter in through the back door and she kind of gestures to them with her head to kind of come over and check out uh, the scene. Um, but you don't see that because they're behind you. Um, so these two guards come up behind you and say, Oh, Svedka, nice to see you again. What can I, what's the problem here? These, these lads are bothering you today? She says, Oh, yes. Yes, this, they keep asking me about this, some kind of map. I don't know and what I, they want. As she want. says that, I pull out my, my rod, my arcane focus rod for casting spells, and I grab Svedka. And I pointed at her head oh, and I God. say, oh, good nobody God. move. You know, this is a completely full room. Of There's beavers. Like, yeah, but. And guards. Okay. All right. Well, so are you commit? You're committing to this? I'm committing to All this, right. man. Let's so have some fun. Brexigar does this. He grabs Svedka, points his wand. on this or are we feigning ignorance? Oh, yeah. You're like, ignorant. You're, not, you're asking about the map, too. I'm going to slyly, like, take a few steps back. Be like, or maybe help me and succeed. Uh, it seems like a real time sucker, I'll be honest. I don't know. I'm into it. We haven't done anything bold and brash in a while. So. Yeah, we haven't like killed a shopkeeper or anything in a while. <laughs> as far as you know, no, we didn't. <laughs> it was the intern, remember? Uh, yeah, so you you, you grab Obviously, I'm Svetka. not going to kill her or anything. Like, I'm chaotic good, but okay. acting like I but will. But I will. Okay. That's yeah, why you I will. did it. So I pull out my dagger. <laughs> no, don't, and don't. Well, hold up there. I'm not killing anyone. Okay. I pull out my dagger and my short sword, <clears throat> and I point them. I point one at her, and I keep one in front of me pointed at the guards. Okay. Uh, 
And I say, nobody flipping move. <laughs> okay. And so when you do that, the guards pull out their swords and daggers and uh, do the same thing. And we've got ourselves, all of a sudden, uh, y'all are in a... Uh, good old-fashioned Mexican standoff. Yep. You're in a good old-fashioned Mexican standoff. Mm. And as this is going on, the the whole... Everything's turned into pandemonium around you. The beavers, everyone's scrambling to uh, get out of there. Uh, Wait, no one's... On. Gucci... What are you doing to contribute? I'm cooling and booling, man. I'm not involved. <laughs> so you're just standing uh, still yeah. in this massive uh, scrambling beavers who are trying to get out of the room. Roll to shake and knock your knees together. Me? Out of fear. Because you're a coward. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll roll. What modifier is this? Fear it's modifier. Cowardice. Uh, uh, charisma. You can add charisma. Charisma. Eighteen. You're not intimidated. You look real cool, like a cucumber. Like I said, cooling and booling, my man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to the guards, and I'm gonna be like, "Look, nobody here needs to get hurt. This woman here stole a map from my grandson, and I pinch his cheek, and we're gonna get it back." <laughs> <laughs> We don't know anything about maps or what happened between you she two. Knows. This, you have broken the law. You cannot pull out one and threaten someone in our establishment, and we will have to ask you to come with me. Give me back my map! We're not going to do sir. that. Here's what's going to happen. You, you give us that map. We skip town right now. I know you don't want to do any paperwork. And I, I, so I don't want to have to spill anybody's blood. I go ahead and quickly cast thermaturgy so that my eyes start glowing and my rot, my... I don't like saying that. And my your wand. wand thing, your staff starts uh, starts glowing as well. So it looks like I'm like rearing up a spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, at the side of this, these uh, these these are wait. These I guards are. Roll, I wanted to roll intimidation. Yeah, you you're gonna need to roll intimidation because that's what you're trying to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Roll intimidation. So because I said all that, does he get advantage because I'm helping him out or a modifier? Yeah. Yeah, you can have a modifier on that. Uh, advantage. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, seven. Oof. So, uh. Oofa doofa, you beefed it hard. Okay. This guard just. I like your dice tower. (laughs) Yeah, get a better one. Do better. So he just kind of looks at you with glassy eyes and uh, says, I've said, nice party trick, but I've, I mean, my cousin can do thermaturgy. It's nothing that special. You'll have to do better than that. I'll do better than that. I'm going to run up to the guard and I'm going to I'm going to put the point of my sword right at his throat and I'm going to roll intimidation and I'm going to be like this ain't no party trick, son. Okay. This one's going to hurt. <laughs> okay. Dang it. That's a that's a 9. Okay. <laughs> that's a fun uh, Oh. What does this keep happening? We are not very intimidating. I guess we're just going to have to You're old guys. old grandmother and and uh ha. This is a funny little toy sword, but I've got one of my own. And he pulls out his own sword and does the same motion okay. with his sword at your throat. Okay. Okay, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Wait. I want to shout out, Gucci, block the exit. <laughs> <laughs> Dang we, it. If we kill all the witnesses, <laughs> our crime won't get reported and we'll be okay. <laughs> It'll get stuck in the bureaucratic uh, system of the unions. Yeah, the unions. Put some red tape on that door. Heck yeah. <laughs> it won't go anywhere. Gucci, we're counting on you at this all point. All right. I'm gonna... 
Are there any people already dead here? No, anyone. Okay. not in this room. About to be. I'm just going to stand by the door. There's going to be like, a lot of dead people. Do a, do a uh, I'm going to also roll for intimidation while I'm at it so no one just approaches. Okay. You're probably going to be stuck. Uh, roll dexterity. A dexterity saving throw. Why? There's literally a mob of people trying to get out of the door. They're going to trample you. Um, so you kind of you you try to stand in front of this door, but there's there's about ten beavers all trying to cram through it at the same time, and you kind of just get uh you kind of just get knocked over, but you're not trampled. You can you just okay. get kind of knocked to the side. Okay, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna do intimidation and just be like, nobody exit or else. Okay, you know something like that. I have, I have one thing that might be able to save us. You, 19. You keep, keep going. 19? Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say? You got any any really intimidating quotes? Nobody exit or the wrath of Duloc will fall upon you. Oh. And, all right. So uh, upon hearing that, the, 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 the congregation heading towards the door kind of just stops in their track and they're like, oh, Duloc? <laughs> Duloc. Duloc. Yeah. Du- I don't want my it's children. It's a perfect place. Oh, I've not, that's not what I've heard. They steal our children in the night. Well, at least we pay our interns, so... Oh, that's a fair point. Duloc must be a perfect place. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Wungeons and Scraggins has been brought to you by college students. Living wage. Word of your society will stop and patiently wait for this standoff to end. So I have the spell Darkness, which you can't see through with dark vision. I actually already said I was casting Thunder Wave. Okay. So yes, he did. I think that kicks off the combat here. I was just gonna say we could we could cast that and try to get away. I appreciate that. Okay. But I did already say okay. I was gonna cast Thunder Wave, no, which means yourself. that it basically has happened. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. So I'm just yeah. why don't you go ahead and pop that off? Let roll, me know off here. roll to Thunder Wave. What the heck? Oh yeah? Are you uh-huh. casting Thunder Wave? Well no, that's a ten. Oh okay. So I guess it does cast. Isn't doesn't usually need to be eleven to cast? No, it's ten or above is what we've always done. No. That's the house rule. Okay. Um and then so, yeah, so it everyone casts. around me. Well, I'll, I'll just read it. Um so it targets me and uh, and it affects a fifteen foot cube around me. Mm-hmm. Wave of thunderous force sweeps out for me and each creature in a fifteen foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw. On a fail save, a creature takes two D eight thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from me, and on a successful save, the creature takes half damage and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects uh, that are aren't complete that are completely within the effect are automatically pushed 10 feet by the spell's effect, and the spell effect, uh, emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Oh. So everyone in town's going to hear that okay. one. <laughs> so, so much for our killing all the witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we gotta get her and we gotta skip town. Okay. okay. Well, I did that. So what's uh, what is what is the damage it does? Two D eight. Two D eight. Fail the. Right, uh, so you. I have evasion, so I can dodge out of the way of area of effect spells. Oh, cool. So I make a dexterity roll instead. Okay. And if I succeed, I take no damage, and if I fail, I only take half damage. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that would be normal anyway. What's the... Oh, oh, my dexterity is... Yeah, my dexterity. Uh, That's 13 is your save. 
I rolled a 14. Oh, sweet. So I so take he, no damage. You dodge. Yep. So you do pretty, the, pretty sick dodge, bro. Other um, people mm-hmm. have to withstand the blast. Okay. So people around that I'm standing around. And they have to make a dexterity save. So that would, that would be the woman, the guards, and any other beavers that might be standing within 15 feet of us. Okay. And they have to beat 14? Uh, 13. 13. Okay. So Savetka... Svetka tries to make a dodge. She sees what you're doing, but she's a little slow, and uh, she gets hit with this. Uh, she gets hit with the wave uh, right on square, square on the chest, and she she gets knocked over. And the the two guards it just pushes um, people. It doesn't knock them prone. Oh, so it just pushes them backwards. And then they and they take two d eight thunder damage. Two d eight. All right, you want to roll for damage, and then so one of the guards is doing some. A super, super sick cartwheel and avoiding all of it. It's eight damage to her. Eight damage. All right, so she takes eight damage. Um, <clears throat> one of the guards uh, actually just plants his shield down in the in the ground and just blocks it right back at you, and oh. you actually get hit because they rolled a nat twenty. And um, yoinks. And the other guard. Well, hold up then. Doesn't quite do that, but they, they kind of dodge out of the... I will make a constitution do a really nice dodge. To withstand the reverse hit. Okay. So I rolled a 14, so I beat my roll. Okay. Or I beat my... Uh, so yeah, they, this saying. guard knocks the wave back at you, but you... But I take are, it in, on you, the chest. Yeah, you take it on the chest and then just... You actually you actually step up into it and just go make a... Yeah, say, what do you... You just kind of grunt or something. <laughs> yeah. That sounded that sound good. Tight. That was a grunt. So now do we roll initiative? Yep. Okay. All right. Let's roll initiative. Let's do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your die. That's a 21 initiative okay. for me. 20. 20. 20? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, what's the modifier in your initiative? Me. No, what is it? Initiative. Yeah, well, how do you calculate oh. that? It's your dexterity modifier. Oh, that's all it is. Yeah. So I got a 10. 10? Okay. And, uh, all right, so... And then one more roll. All right, so Caleb, you're going first? Of course I am. Um, <sighs> what do you want to do? So let's get a let's get a frame of reference here. How many guards are in the room? Uh, there are two guards in the room. Two guards in the room. Okay. I am going to run up. And how far away are they from me? They're about 10 feet away from you. Okay. I'm going to run up to the one with the, which one looks beefier, the one with the shield or the one that dodged? Uh, the shield, the one with the shield. Okay. I'm going to run up to him and use uh, assassinate since he hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. Okay. Um, so I'm going to use, is the sword of the lesser men or the lesser mensch the, is it a short sword? Uh, no, it's a long sword. Okay. Never mind. Um, I'm going to use my dagger of mighty daggering and my short sword. Just my regular one. Okay. Um, yeah, so advantage and a critical hit on him. So that's going to be 20, uh, nat 20 to hit. So that's a double critical. So I'm going to do four times the regular amount of damage. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> so let's go ahead and tally this up. Okay. So for my first hit, uh, six, <laughs> ten. Uh, 12, 17, 
Um, oh my god. So for my first hit, that's 30 base damage with the 4d6 that my dagger does. Wait, thir- no, 34. Plus the 4d6 extra I get for sneak attack. Um, because I have advantage on the attack roll. Alright, this is... Um, so that's 30, 34 damage... I'm going Times. home and scaling up the health of my monsters in my campaign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 34 times 4, it's going to be a 136 damage Jesus. for my first attack. My second attack <laughs> with my short sword. Did he die? You don't even hit him. You just look at him. <laughs> <laughs> and he just disintegrates. <laughs> He's just not there. He, he just one moment he's there, and then the next he's gone. Okay, and then I look at the other guard, and I say, "You're next." <laughs> and I hit. I want to. I want to hit him with my offhand attack. Okay, with okay. my short sword. Um, You're, do you have? You can. You can do. Uh, do you have a bonus action? I have two weapon ha- fighting, so I can use my bonus action to hit him with my sword. Okay. Let's say twenty-four to hit. Uh, that's gonna hit. Okay. Seven. Seven's your damage? Seven damage. Okay. He, so you take your dagger and you, you jab it into, you just kind of jab it into his, his leg and he, he. Like seven it, it, damage? Yeah. I'm kind of confused. <laughs> go from, Hold on. How did we go from 134 so, to seven? So, okay. Here's the amount of things that just happened. My, my sword does 1d6 plus four. Okay. My dagger does 4d6 plus four. Okay. For my assassinate, I get a critical hit automatically on, on a creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. Mm-hmm. Sneak attack. It also gives me advantage and a critical hit. Sneak attack gives me an extra 4d6 damage. On any creature that I'm hitting with advantage. So I got 8d6 plus 4 times 4 because I got, I also rolled a 20 to hit. So I got a double critical. I see. So So you also rolled really well. Yeah, Yeah, I rolled super well and got 36 base damage with all eight rolls and then quadrupled that. Gosh. That might be, so I, got, I like, think, the best hit that I could have possibly. We should have an award for the highest, most amount of damage. Crit, or is it just? I would you think you'd get it, and so it's like, oh well, I also just regular crit, but you doesn't, you don't double it again. In my eyes, if I've already got a crit, but I managed to also roll a nat twenty, I think I deserve a, a quadruple critical. But if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Does it still? Die? That's still seventy something. <laughs> it's still seventy two damage. The guy who took seven damage is not dead. He, you just kind of stick it in his leg. And I'm talking it, about the other guy that disintegrated. Is seventy-two yes. enough to kill him? Yes. It, okay, it so was, he's dead regardless. Yeah, I don't think it's double criticals personally. I it think sounded I th- cool. I think that double criticals are a thing, but I'm with Caleb on this one. I it's think cool. a nat twenty, if I already had a critical, is just icing on the cake, baby. Fun police here. I don't mm. like it. Well. Just know that the the hit points are going to massively increase for all of the NPCs from here on out. Yeah, let's bring that bad boy down to 70. No, I'm sticking with my <laughs> 134. Okay. Right, yeah, they're still going I'm up even if it was 70. Cause proud of that. So that's going to happen. 130, that's, you're going to get an award. the hardest hit in the show so far. It is. <laughs> that we can commemorate that with a, a with a sound effect. However, my other sword, I don't get any modifiers for that. 
mm-hmm. since it was my second attack. Yeah. Uh, so it's just straight so it's just seven. All right. Seven yeah. Damage. He just takes this in his leg and he's he's hobbled a little <clears> bit, <throat> but he's otherwise fine. All right. So that uh, brings a turn to Gucci Farquad. Okay. Um. I'm gonna. How big in feet is the area? It's about 120 square feet. Oh wow! Okay. Um, it's yeah. These these are really large rooms. These uh ski fitting rooms they have to have a lot of skis and a lot of boots. Time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're getting, yeah, so we're we've getting got, close to the end yeah, here. We've got about four minutes. Go ahead and cast yield burning hands. Okay. Yeah, so we're gonna obviously we're gonna have to pick up this encounter in the next episode. Well, you so. don't know, maybe Gucci will. Yeah, you never know. Gucci I could might disintegrate just everyone. Instantly kill everyone in the room with maybe mass assassinate crit four. Mm-hmm. I was just saying that in case you anyone wanted to twenty twenty. Yeah, for burning hands to cast. Yes. Oh right, yeah, you cast. And it's a fifteen foot cone mm. from my. Uh, from your from your center of gravity. And then, Burn the hand. So everyone within that cone has to pass a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And then can I have a D six? Thanks. I'm sorry, I forgot my dice. That's okay. And they have to pass they have to beat twenty. What? They have to beat twenty? No, it just has to pass a dex saving throw, so okay. eleven and up. And if they pass, they just take half damage. So Okay. So even it, so, if they pass, they take half damage. Yeah. All right. So uh, Svedka is able to uh, successfully dodge it. Uh, however, the other guard uh, is—he kind of trips over his own feet, Oof. and and he, he trips over the leg wound. Yeah. Him. Yeah. He literally falls into your cone of fire. Oh no! So anyone that didn't pass the saving throw is going to take twelve damage. Whoever did pass is going to take six damage. Okay. That means they are both still very much so alive. Wow! But shell shocked. They're they're shell shocked. I'll say say that Jordan, your attack didn't do anything. Jordan, your attack (laughs) didn't do useless anything. The worst. (laughs) It well now he doesn't need to say it to my face. Do they look down? I don't even need to. They're burning. Yeah, Mm. I'm burning on fire. My brand. All right, so uh, now it's going to be the turn of Svedka, Uh, and this will probably be the last turn of this episode uh so Svedka is going to turn um turn to caleb and uh pull out actually what she's going to do is as you're so you're watching her okay so you you're watching her one minute and uh you she she takes a step towards you and she looks like she's about to pull out uh pull out a sword and she takes one step, and then the second her foot hits the ground, she vanishes into thin air. And with that, we will pick it up next week. Uh oh. <laughs>